This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Wow, Ford Motor Company announced a bombshell this morning. Joe Henricks is being forced out as president of the company, and Jim Farley is being promoted as chief operating officer, which means he is likely going to be the next CEO of the company. As we reported earlier this week, Henricks was blamed for the botched launch of the new Ford Explorer and Lincoln Aviator, which hurt the company's financial earnings badly. But as we also pointed out, Ford has performed dismally under its CEO, Jim Hackett, and we would not be surprised to hear Ford announce his retirement before the year is out. Despite Tesla's amazing ability to raise money, it's not easy being an EV startup. Neo, the Chinese electric car startup, just managed to raise $100 million. Now, while that would be a lot of money for you and I, it's not nearly enough money to keep a car company running. Bloomberg reports that Neo spent lavishly on splashy showrooms and glitzy marketing, and it's lost $6 billion since it began in 2014. Investors are deeply concerned its stock price is 60% below where it was about a year ago. So far, sales of its ES8 and ES6 fell far short of expectations, and that was before the coronavirus paralyzed China. Unless someone steps up with a big bag of money, it's hard to see how NEO can survive. Meanwhile, UAW workers at GM, Ford, and FCA just learned they're getting pretty good profit-sharing checks. GM workers will get $8,000, Ford workers will get $6,600, and FCA workers will get $7,280. Ironically, those GM workers may have received checks for over $10,000 had they not gone out on strike. The Automotive Hall of Fame, which is located in Dearborn, Michigan, just revealed the inductees for 2020. Most notable is Jay Leno, who's a total car nut, but his work on his CNBC show, Jay Leno's Garage, is the main reason why he's being honored. Also being admitted is Hyundai's chairman and CEO, Meng Ku Chung. John Gallagher, the former CEO of the Genuine Parts Company, and Helen Rother, one of the first female interior designers who started her career with General Motors in 1942 and later worked for Nash Motors and other companies are the other inductees. The new members will be officially inducted into the Automotive Hall of Fame during a ceremony in Detroit this July. Here's a big win for the autonomous delivery company Neuro, which is backed in part by the SoftBank Group. NHTSA is allowing it to deploy up to 5,000 of its low-speed electric AV delivery pods for a two-year period. Neuro had pilot projects in Arizona and Texas, so we would expect these pods to be making deliveries in these areas. To get the approval, Neuro agreed to provide real-time reports about safety issues, have regular meetings with NHTSA, engage the community in deployment areas, and monitor the vehicles at all times by humans who can take over remotely if needed. You know, this should be pretty exciting news for any company that's working on autonomous vehicles, this is the first time in history that NHTSA approved the deployment of automated driving systems without meeting all U.S. auto safety standards, like having mirrors and a steering wheel. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. 
No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what BorgWarner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We've got a number of reveals coming out of the Chicago Auto Show. Check out the new face of the Chrysler Pacifica minivan. We'd love to hear what you have to say about the styling change. You'll also notice the tight taillights have been redesigned and now stretch across the entire tailgate. Another big update is that the Pacifica is now available with all-wheel drive, and even better still, it still has stow-and-go seating. The new minivan is also the first vehicle in North America to get FCA's all-new Uconnect 5 system, which includes a 10.1-inch display screen and Amazon Alexa capability. New driver assistance features are available as well, and the updated Pacifica will go on sale in the fourth quarter of this year. And speaking of vans, Mercedes is now offering a pop-up camper van in the U.S. for the first time. It's a modified version of the Metris, and it's built by Driverge Vehicle Solutions in partnership with Peace Fans. Called the Weekender, the elevated roof has a sleeping area for two, and the rear bench seat opens into a bed for two. The swiveling front seats rotate 180 degrees to create a lounge feel for the interior. And it also comes standard with a second battery to power devices and any other campsite needs. No word yet on price or when it will be available. And while you may have not remembered that it still existed, Kia gave the Cadenza a fresh look. The new large grille is what sticks out the most, but there's also changes to the whole front fascia, the hood, rear deck lid, as well as front and rear lighting. The dash and instrument cluster have been completely redesigned, the audio controls were moved, and a 12.3-inch touchscreen is now standard. Also standard is a host of new driver assistance features, and the new Cadenza will go on sale later this year. And finally, Volkswagen updated the Atlas. The biggest difference is the front-end design, which includes the same grille used on the Atlas Cross Sport. There's also minor tweaks to the rear, and the new bumper designs add three inches to its overall length. Interior updates are highlighted by a new steering wheel, but also includes contrast stitching on the seats and doors, and its eight-inch display screen is now standard on all trim levels except the base model. Like the other vehicles, new driver assistance technology is available, and all-wheel drive can now be mated to both the V6 and four-cylinder engines, and the Atlas will go on sale later this spring. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. While battery electric vehicles grab the headlines when it comes to environmentally friendly vehicles, automakers like Toyota, Honda, and Hyundai are pouring R&D dollars into fuel cells. But they only sell them in California, and only in limited numbers at that. So will fuel cells ever catch on? On AutoLine this week, we were joined by three reporters from Wards, and here's what they had to say about whether or not fuel cells will become mainstream. So our forecast was, uh, you know, from LMC was suggesting um, well below zero right now, um, going up, going up to 0.2 percent 
globally. Market uh, share. Yeah, market share, uh, you know, in, in yeah. several years down the road. A lot of that growth coming in Europe, and apparently BMW is going to be one of those big players, in addition to Hyundai and Toyota, who are, who are already there. Uh, yeah, because Japan and China, or Japan and South Korea, South Korea. really pushing yeah. hydrogen fuel cells. Yeah, you mm -hmm. could probably get by with a fuel cell in one of those markets, but you know, in the U.S. or even Europe at this point, it's hard to it's hard to justify. But it is that future-looking technology that does work. Mm -hmm. We've driven it. Mm -hmm. We've given Awarded. ten best awards to it, um, and uh, it's out there. Yeah. decades in the future, but eventually we'll just be emitting a little bit of water. And these are fun to drive. I mean, you've driven a fuel cell, right? I mean, there, there's nothing Look, it's an electric unusual. car. It is. And yeah. instead of a battery, it's got a fuel cell, yeah. which generates electricity. Instead of having right. to plug it in, you pump it. And yeah, you can fill the tank almost as fast as it takes to Five fill minutes. a gasoline tank. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is worth noting that several automakers see a, uh, a relatively robust market on the commercial vehicle side. For, sure. for fuel cells. Mm -hmm. So even if they don't succeed yeah. and in, in your neighbor, you don't have one in your driveway, chances are maybe the vehicle that brought your packages from Amazon yeah. might be a right. fuel cell. Especially for long haul across yeah. the country. Yeah. Long haul, but also in, in port, <laughs> those kinds of things. The places where you can create that hydrogen infrastructure in a closed environment. And of course, you can find that entire show on our website, autoline.tv, or you can watch it on our YouTube channel. We like to report on the cars we get to test drive, and this week I spent a lot of time in the Toyota Corolla Hybrid. Even though Toyota is investing in fuel cells, in the near term, it's far more bullish on hybrids. In fact, Toyota is very skeptical about the sales prospects for battery electric cars. For one thing, hybrids cost far less to buy than an electric car. The LE model I drove carries a sticker price of $24,000, but according to True Car, most people are paying about $22,000 for it. It's rated at 52 miles to the gallon, and while I averaged 49, that was in cold winter weather. So that's about a 5% reduction in mileage. Had I been driving an EV, I would have expected close to a 40% drop. Last year, Toyota sold about 16,000 of these Corolla hybrids in the U.S. market, and that means it outsold just about every electric car except for the Tesla Model 3, even though the Corolla Hybrid really did not become widely available until April of last year. The main selling point of the car is its fuel economy. Other than that, it's a decent car, but with no other outstanding features. The only thing I didn't like about it is that it must have the heaviest doors in the industry with a commensurate high opening and closing effort. And you know for a compact hybrid car. It's kind of weird that the doors feel so heavy. Anyway, that's it for today's report for this whole week's report, and we hope to see you back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.